a Lifetime original podcast. Okay, so this is coming out maybe the day I have my baby. <laughs> I love a Lifetime movie. My mom got conned by a dollhouse man. Do you offer up your husband to do things? Well, they're having an affair. It is almost on par with Pink Fedora. Every day I'd be trying to get in that pool. Made a lot of poor choices and it started with comedy. Nine to five will keep you alive. Why would you climb a ladder in four inch heels and a leather skirt? Is that a riddle? (laughs) You will never get away with it. Too many people know about you already. Perry's co-workers have all heard your name and already know how crazy you are. On the contrary, I was never here. I have an airtight alibi with my old landlord. He'll do anything for me. I'd do anything. Hello, and welcome to another episode of I Love a Lifetime Movie. I am Megan Gailey, and I am joined right now by my fearless co-host, Naomi <laughs> Ekperrigan. Well, thank you so much, Megan, but I would say that I am filled with fear. Okay, I'm the opposite of fearless. Right. Okay, so usually um, <laughs> we're joined by like phantom people that are off <laughs> um, and they're part of the recording. We've got our producer, Julie. We've got a producer, Jesse. Sometimes there's lovely McKamey. We've been introduced to a new gal who's going to be a part of it. And for this episode, none of them are here. It's just me and Megan, home alone, <laughs> two Kevin McAllisters. And you know we're going to start some pranks. We were able to convince them because, y'all know, the, the, y'all know, the, um, <laughs> the, the baby's coming soon. Naomi's work schedule is crazy. Yeah. You know, we've got a lot yeah. going on. So we're recording here on a Sunday, the Lord's Day. Mm-hmm. I just ate an acai bowl. My mouth is kind of purple. Um, <laughs> And they, they let we, Naomi convinced them. Now, if it had been me trying to convince, not a chance. No, you think Julie so? would have, yeah, Julie would have asked me one technical question and I would have gone, no, we need you there. <laughs> <laughs> if we mess this up, this is our shot. You know what I mean? And she's going to be like, right. You girls cannot be left unattended. She will call right. girls, even though we're grown women and one of us is going to be mm. a mother. And we're much older than her. Exactly. But it's like your parents leaving you, which my parents never did. Um, oh, mostly really? because my parents never left me like to go out of town. No. Oh, was, yeah, 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 yeah. I was no, afraid no, no. of the dark. Um, <laughs> and I, there was not a chance I was throwing a party. But it's like that. It's definitely um, Mean Girls, Caddy. Her parents have gone to Madison for something. Mm-hmm. And is someone going to puke in an African urn? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. This is huge. I love it for us though. It feels it feels fun and funky fresh. I'm having a ginger turmeric tea, Megan, because I ate a That's lot last her. night. I What'd ate you a eat? lot. So I went to like a seafood place on the water with a friend and our, we, our mutual friend. Mute. <laughs> we have a mute. And I ate like when I say we got like Two apps, mm. mains, mm. drinks. I was like, oh my God, I'm so full. Did you get a dessert too? No dessert. I like, and that's yeah, you like, I, too. I had too much. I had too much. And it was seafood on the water. I know. And I'm telling you, I'll tell oh. you this because the last time I ate an oyster, I got violently ill. Oh. And she was like, and she goes, that's because we're too far inland. Come to where I live yeah. and we'll have oysters. <laughs> and literally, girl, I will say, them oysters on the marina, fresh we're and better. delish. Fresh and delish. And then, after all that, 
I had crab cake and french fries as my <gasps> oh, like as my like meal so together. Good. It was so it good. CJ's going to be like, "What are they talking about?" <laughs> I'm making like guttural sex sound. <laughs> Just a crab cake. He's nesting and I'm not. So I've outsourced my nesting uh responsibilities to an organizer who came mm-hmm. and so she's nesting well, for me okay honestly you just said that is yes honestly it takes us right into our motion picture. it does you outsourcing to an organizer i said that nothing is more dangerous and <laughs> so we have now learned from the movie that we are here to talk to you about today you guys it is called killer dream home Oof. okay and here is that log line when happy couple jules and josh buy their dream house on a magnificent estate They recruit beautiful Morgan to help them with the interior design, unaware that Morgan has a history with the house and will stop at nothing to make it her own. Okay, you can watch this on Lifetime Movie Club. So you can go to LifetimeMovieClub.com. You know you can get a little disc. You can get like seven day free trial. It's like, get in here, watch Killer Dream Home because it's wild and we're about to get into it. 
And it would be like if a if there was a new Real Housewife, but she was a friend of, and she was trying to like show off her wealth. Like uh-huh. it, it, it had. Um, and listen, I have no money, so I'm not saying this with <laughs> any air of superiority. It had real new money vibes. Uh huh. Absolutely, very new money vibes. Yes. And starts a woman. It's an evening. A woman is in a silk robe and she's running a bath on a rainy night. And immediately I'm like, this is old school lifetime. This is 1997. That's the mm-hmm. energy of this look. You know, the the rain, but then you've got all the candles and the low light. And she's like, I have to run a bath and have a glass of wine. And then you notice by the light of like the fire slash thunder, you see the woman is the actress who played Psycho Granny herself. And this is what we wanted for her the whole time. It's like, yes. she is giving like gorge. She is hot. And yeah. she, I, yeah. I almost was getting like young stalker Channing vibes. Mm, like just mm-hmm, like a, mm-hmm. a, a seductress in her own right. Yes, 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 um, yes. But as we see, she's drawing the bath. So it's like, obviously she's going to be a victim in some way. Yeah. Um, And then we see someone in a <laughs> red poncho. Absolutely. That truly looked like a free gift from Disneyland. <laughs> and they said, yeah, I'll take it. And then they're wearing, I know what you did last summer boots. When so I saw you wrote that, I burst out laughing. <laughs> I know what you did last summer boots. <laughs> it's, it's, it, it's the I know what you did last summer starter pack, but mm-hmm. they didn't get the fisherman jacket. Yeah. So they yeah, just yeah. opted for a free red poncho that was handed out, maybe even at a Red Cross tent. Right, right. Well, I thought mine, I'll go, what is this janky little red riding hood energy? <laughs> I was like, what is she doing? Because it was, because it was like this red and it was so big, but then also clearly plastic. And I was like, okay, it's a very DIY killer. But also, and that's is it because in- it was raining? That's Only not incognito. Like bright red, bright red is bright not red a- poncho. Like I'm sorry, they're gonna find you. You would think because basically what happens is so psycho granny. She's drinking her glass of wine and then she's like, oh, I think I hear something. She goes to her windows. Yeah, and then she notices at one of the back windows, you know, there's like wet shoe prints and an open <sighs> door, and she sees that and she immediately runs upstairs. And you guys, can we please? Can anyone listening? Don't run up. Always run out. Okay? Yeah. Out, honey. Because even if you can't get to your neighbor's house, on an estate this big, you can hide. There's like a place for you to hide. As big uh-huh. as that place is, you know what I mean? Like you can hide behind an oak tree until morning. As well, big as and that we find is. out later there's staff that lives on the property. So it's like you can go to Edgar's. I know. That's the gardener. That's the gardener. Yeah. And by estate... I mean, we're in the Hollywood Hills. There's a neighbor right across the street. I saw them. So (laughs) there's options. There's options. So she goes upstairs. She goes to reach for her phone. It's gone. She runs into the bathroom with what I think is a letter opener. Let's hope. Classic. And then she's like kind of easing back to the tub. You know, I have another phone in here and I'm calling the police. The gloved hands reach behind her and she screams as she is strangled to death. Uh... What do you think it was that made Psycho Granny say, sure, I'll do this for an evening? Do you know what I mean? Like, Psycho Granny is, she's booked, okay? She's busy. I Top billing. Yeah, yeah. Like, how did they get her to just come in for a kill? It's almost like um, Drew Barrymore in Scream. Maybe they were like, you can stay in the house for a week. <laughs> and she was like, mm. she probably stayed there for one day. I was like, I actually don't like it. <laughs> 
Because it's like, I, I was thinking about like the process of finding this house. Like, I wonder mm-hmm. how many houses they went through where they were like, not grand enough, not big enough, right. not enough right. elevators that it's like, <laughs> oh boy, the scout that went into this house. So yeah, maybe I, maybe Psycho Granny was like, I want to show a different side of me. <laughs> maybe she was like, oh, yeah, I want to show no me I'm the, I'm the, I'm the victim this time as opposed to the yeah. Psycho. Maybe. So then we cut to one month later and we see a young brunette, um, Jules, with a very aggressive bang. I was going to say bangs. Really? Very aggressive bang, but it was a good bang. Mm -hmm. She drives by this house and sees that there's a for sale sign. And then she goes home and tells her husband, Josh. With a very aggressive long hair. Very aggressive um, shoulder legs hair. Prince uh, King Farquaad hair. (laughs) And she's like, so I think I found our next flip. Oh, yeah? I, uh, I didn't see you looking through listings today. Well, that's because it wasn't up yet. But I happened to drive by this morning. And where would this be? Over on Maple. Not the one with the big bougie gates. No, stop. Why would that place be for sale? Who flips a massive estate? Yeah, because then they start talking price and they don't ever do like, they never say the exact price. This I, I love I when movies do this. Whenever there's an offer and they just slide a piece of paper over, it's like, <laughs> give us the zeros. So <laughs> he's like, what is it? Like f- f- three, four? And it, she's like, five, six, seven, eight? Like, I'm like, are we, ta- are, what, are we talking $8 million here? <laughs> Um, okay, now I know this is weird, but Jules looked like Rashida Jones and Robin Thede to me. Now, Jules is a white woman, so that's why I know it's weird. <laughs> and, and, and exactly, and you're saying she looks like two biracial women. And that's yes. like the vibe you're saying you get from her. That is so funny. I don't see it at all. Jules Great. to me, though, felt like my thing with Jules the whole time was very like, how would you I describe her? Like she's a kindergarten teacher in a CW movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's like mm-hmm. her vibe was just like, it was just like so like. A little off for their. Yeah. Like she was just really uh, virginal energy. Really yeah. like, I'm a good girl. And like, she's supposed to be funny and cool, but then she's not. And I think that was one of my real big pet peeves is like, I don't like when characters in movies say things that are not funny, but then people laugh. Oh, yeah. You this couple thinks they're a hoot. They are they, loving it. They definitely go to trivia, and they <laughs> definitely think they have the funniest name. Yes. Um, and so they sort of have some back and forth about whether or not they should buy this $8 million house and flip it, which at this point, I'm triggered. Exactly. It's like, exactly. Okay, Josh and Jules, oh, I'd like to know where the generational wealth is coming from. Well, hello. But what I do know is that we just made a killing on the Aspendale cell. And now we have some real equity to play with. Yeah, but that place is huge. Okay, a down payment on an $8 million house. I don't know what that last house was you flipped, unless it was like a local high school. I don't understand how you have enough money yeah. to get this massive estate. A, fl- a, a quote unquote flip of this kind is seven figures. Right. Easily. Easily. Okay. So anyway. Well, okay. So then they go to the house with the two realtors. They're the realtors are the only POC in the in in the motion picture. One of the realtors, the main one, Renee Rivera. She gives me a real Kim Kardashian vibe. I loved her. She speaks in a real whisper, and she's like cute, and she doesn't she's have really hot. Yeah, and I love your shoes. Oh, thank you. I just wish they love these stairs, but then <laughs> that's what the elevator's for. <sighs> Elevator. Shall we? Yes, we shall. Great. 
So again, this also lets you know how much of a flip are we doing in a house with an elevator. Anyway, as they go in, you see a really unhappy, like he just has like a <laughs> scary face, an unhappy looking gardener. Yes. Staring at Hol- jewels. Holding garden shears. Holding you know, shears. holding a weapon, just staring at jewels. And you're like, oh boy. I know. They're walking through the house, and I guess to show us that Jules knows her stuff, you know? She's like, let me guess what year this house was mm-hmm. was built. Can I guess? Sure. Yeah. Uh, 1986. Good guess. Uh, 1985. Oh, the year we were born. Yeah. I think it's meant to be. That really made a lot of things clear to me. This is This reeks of 1980s what people would think is fancy. I see. I see a little dynasty action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, so that works for you. But for me, the reason why I said I was triggered is because they're like, you know, the house was built in 1985. And then Jewel says to Josh, the year we were born. Yeah. And that upset me. Now, I know you're younger than me, Megan. Like, you probably mm-hmm. were born in 85, 86. So maybe you don't mm-hmm. have the same trigger. But as a person who is older than that, to see these infants mm-hmm. preparing to purchase this yeah. massive $8 million dollar home. Because <laughs> it's not 800000 You know, no. it's... Um, so yeah, I honestly, with Julie not here, I guess I can speak freely. I, I felt like having the two of us watch this movie was an attack on our own personal finances. (laughs) Thank you. So then we find out that the house has a library, which the realtor, um, said was a library, um, (laughs) which is a pet peeve of mine. You hear people do it all the time. Yeah. Library. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. I didn't even catch it, but I'm not surprised that Kim would say library. I bet they thought it fit with her character and they were like, just leave it in. Yeah. (laughs) And then there's yet another reference to the elevator. Can we maybe take the elevator down? Ah, so you like the elevator. Yeah. Kids love the elevator. They're very obsessed. If you were to play a drinking game, I would suggest drinking every time you heard a reference to the elevator. That would be a great game. Because it does, it it starts out really hot in the beginning and then you kind of taper off so you don't get too wasted and then it comes back real strong again (laughs) yeah then they talk about the woman who died again psycho granny her name was mrs maples we were wondering why she decided to sell the house you know just so that we have full disclosure here uh you guys should probably know that miss maples did die uh, in the house she fell and hit her head in the garden tub upstairs oh that's that's awful it is it is. Um, it is. And she didn't have any living relatives and the estate went back to the state. And so here we are. Didn't we see her get strangled? Absolutely. But obviously nobody seems to know that. Yeah. I'm like, there would be signs of strangulation on her neck. Okay. So at first I was like, are the realtors lying? You know, or right. they just don't know. And they don't seem to know. She is like, we do need to disclose. Because I think legally, if someone dies in a house, you do have to disclose. Yes. And at this point in the LA housing market, Naomi and I were looking for houses people have died in just to get some sort of break. Yeah, trying to get a discount, honey. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, So they, Jules loves the house. And then they're driving off. They are in a Range Rover. Mm -hmm. um, And then there's (laughs) more (laughs) angry gardener watching them as they drive away. Yes. And it's like, Oh my gosh, who got into his begonias? And every time you see the gardener, there's a dramatic sting. And you're just like, okay, I know he's a MacGuffin because it's like you're laying it on too thick. But also he is so intense that it cracked me up. So after they look at the house, they're back in the house. And this is where, again, it it took me a second because I was like, okay, it's a 
It's called Killer Dream Home. But basically, what you're getting is that they want to buy the house to flip it, right? But then Jules is talking about how it's like, she loves it so much. So I'm like, okay, are you flipping it or do you love it? That estate doesn't even need flipping. All it needs is a badass interior designer to help double its worth. I thought you wanted to do all that. The place is huge. I'm going to need some help. Babe, interior designers aren't cheap. Well, we want what's best for the house, right? It's not even our house yet. Not to mention that the woman died there, and I read online that the husband got sick and died in the house too. So? So that freaks me out. This is literally my dream house. The one that I've been drawing since grad school. From the gardens to the spiral staircase to the open kitchen plan with the island, down to the Baroque fireplace and the Byzantine architecture. Now, Mm. Megan, I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. Have you ever drawn a dream home? And if so, did it have Byzantine architecture and a spiral staircase? So I had a really, oh my gosh, so special, beautiful dollhouse when I was growing up. I'm sure that tracks. (laughs) It absolutely Um, tracks. And there was like a whole big, I was supposed to get a uh, Christmas. And then um, my mom actually, my mom got conned by a dollhouse man. Wait, what? A quick aside. So there was a man in, and like um, my friend Abby and then this other family, they were like, oh my God, we found this dollhouse guy and he will make a dollhouse of your house. So they had handed over the blueprints of their house. My mom gave him um, the like. I, I, blueprints makes it sound grand. It was whatever. So my mom gives him the blueprints to our house and then she cannot like track him down for like weeks. She called the Better Business Bureau oh on God. him and then started like posting like stuff like, do not buy a dollhouse from this man. Um, and so she realized like the day before Christmas that I was like not getting this dollhouse oh, after no. for months. They've been like, Santa's bringing you a dollhouse. Oh no. And so then I did not get the dollhouse on Christmas and I remember my great aunt who I did love dearly rest in peace um when she saw how upset I was she goes she has to learn about disappointment at some point (laughs) (laughs) well I was gonna say I was it's so funny you said that because my first thought is like Megan was this the first time you experienced adversity and how did you handle it yeah I was probably four or five and I was like I didn't want a bike um (laughs) and so then I ended up getting a dollhouse like two months later for my birthday and it was this really fun beautiful and but it wasn't byzantine i don't know what <laughs> i don't know what it was but it was it was like the gilded age like it uh-huh. was that type of um and my brothers would play with it too they would bring their gi joes in and like throw marbles at it like <laughs> it was hot it was happening yeah right, right so right. so i guess i relate to jewels in that aspect <laughs> But it was not open floor plan. You know, like, I would not want to live in that dollhouse. Yes, absolutely. I just felt like you drew a dream home. Was it a Barbie dream home? Again, and because Jewel, between the bang, the button downs, she's giving me such, like, in our class, we sit like quiet coyotes. Right. Mouths closed, ears open. Yeah. (laughs) That's her whole thing. And what is it? She's an architect? She says she's an architect, but we don't even know that here. So that's why when you first hear that her ass drew a house, I was like, okay, are you 12? But then you find out later, oh, okay, she is an actual architectural professional. Um, Yeah, so then Kim K. Realtor, she comes to the house, um, the house they're living in, which is a modest house. Like this, Perfectly I say modest lovely. house, but it's probably $2 million still yeah. <laughs> um, based on, you know, like e- everything about, I'm, it, everything about this movie, I was like, <laughs> like I it was know. just so I hard know. for me. Um, so Kim K comes, their offer was accepted. And I thought that was the most unrealistic part of this movie. Right. Congrats. 
Your offer was accepted. I'm sorry, can we go? Uh, the house, the, the Maple Estate, it's yours. <laughs> Seriously? Would I come all the way here in this dress if I was joking? <laughs> and it's so funny though, because Jules is so excited and Josh is like, oh, because he was really kind of like trying to just placate her by being like, let's make an offer. Right. And then she was like, and so he didn't think it was going to be accepted. And so when it is, he's like, okay, I guess we're going to be living in here. And I was like, oh no, yeah. poor Josh. Did they even get a discount? Because like in American Horror Story, it's like, listen, here's this gorgeous, like, ancient house yeah. but like horrific things happened here yeah. and so they get a discount this yeah. i think they, they went in at full ask definitely did they're fools they're fools okay so then you see them like they're you know they have their house they're going in and there's a card in the mailbox and it's the business card of this interior designer named morgan mm -hmm. and so then cut to jules and morgan meeting up in the park your work is amazing how long have you been doing interior design? Mm, I don't know. When I was 18, I was helping my mom redesign a house she bought after leaving my father, and uh, it was all kind of downhill from there. She was so uncomfortable, so, like, there's a very horny energy to her throughout yeah. the entire motion picture. It just felt very, like, I don't know. She was, like, really, like, horny and dramatic. And uh, your husband. He's an entrepreneur. He owns a firm that does landscaping design, construction, that kind of thing. He's got a couple of places in the valley that we're working on, and we just sold a big one last month. Ah, well, you do have to be able to make a cash down payment on the Maple Estate. I uh, spoke to Desi at Rivera Realty. She uh, gave me the dish, you know? I was looking at the house too, it's exquisite. Right, uh, that makes sense considering where I found your card. But the thing is like, so Morgan is really weird and uncomfortable in giving TMI. Had you made an offer on the house, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, no. I mean, I can't afford a place like that just yet. But I like to scout all the homes for sale, peek in the gate, leave my card. Well, I'm glad that you did. Your work is so impressive. Does that mean I have the job? And then everything, she's like, I want to work together, but let's ask Josh. Yeah. Okay, I'm really hoping Josh will be the brains of this voice someone. Of right, the voice of reason. And yet he was not really. It's more like, I would say, um, I'm an armchair diagnosis. Jules is like, let's ask Josh, but Josh is not actually going to be able to. Like, she's only saying that to be like, if we don't end up hiring you, you're not going to be mad at me. Yeah. Like, yes, she yes, puts yes. it all on to Josh in these decision making, um, like, instances. Mm -hmm. And Naomi, you and I, we have both worked with our. Um, our beloved, our partners. When when you see Jules and Josh's dynamic, does it remind you of you and Andy? <laughs> Absolutely not. First of all, when Andy and I make each other laugh, it's because we've really said something funny. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's not easy. It's not easy to really get a good laugh out of each other now after yeah. twelve years, Megan. You wow. Know? Oh, no. He's heard all the goods. And so I tell CJ because he really makes me laugh. And we'll be in instances like in groups of people. And he's I'm the only one he's making laugh. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, you better fear the day that this wears off, <laughs> you know, because he'll make a bad pun. And I'm like, that killed me. <laughs> so we cut to them unpacking boxes okay they're in the new place morgan comes by and then we meet someone named bliss a blonde woman who gives me camp counselor energy okay and she works as the property manager for 
I guess, Jules and Josh's properties. And okay, so you have a property manager and not an interior decorator? Okay, sure. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Bliss is really like, you know, she's giving us a lot of like shirts and flannels and hats. And okay, and this is what I mean about Morgan having a weird horny energy. Because immediately Morgan meets Bliss and is like... <laughs> It's really nice to meet you, Morgan. Nice to meet you, and you are so pretty. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> you are so pretty. It's the first thing she says to her. It's like, and I was like no huh? one loves compliments more than me, and I'd still be like, oh, okay. I know. Yeah. I'd probably be like, I love them. <laughs> raise. <laughs> give her a raise. <laughs> but it is a lot to the point where, because of course yeah. my first thought is like, okay, is this Morgan trying to flirt with her? And is she going to try to do like use like her sexual powers to like drive a wedge? You know what I mean? Well, so um, Jules shows Morgan around the property a little bit. We see the angry looking gardener again. And then we get a one on one between Morgan and Edgar. Listen to this. Am I supposed to believe you're here by coincidence? <laughs> oh, please. It's been how long since I've seen you? Get over yourself. Did the new owners know who you are? Edgar, stop! Why would you do that? I'm sorry, officer. He came on to me. He ripped over my shirt. I am seconds away from screaming this song. And who do you think they'll believe, huh? So, why don't you go grab your crap of the guest house and leave as quietly and as soon as possible. Whoa, okay. I mean, this this crazy goes to a 10. Okay, so what you, I mean, obviously you can't see. What has happened there is that she has picked up a gardening tool, used it to cut open her shirt, then cut Edgar's arm with it. Okay. Yeah, and, and then it's like, he is out in me. I mean, it's, uh, like, this is her first day on the job. I know. <laughs> First day on the job. And I said, this is how I know this estate is too big. You sh I can't live in a house with somebody down here committing a, a crime and faking assault, okay? If you can do that on my property and I can't see you, the house too big. The house too big. I was sad for Edgar. It was so wild. I was like, Edgar's just here. And he's like, what is going on? And she just goes off on him immediately. And he knows who she is. So it's like they- right. like there's some history there, which the logline obviously alludes to. Right. Um, so then we cut to Morgan's apartment like later that evening, which I thought was going to be like a, a hovel. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it or, or I just thought it was going to have like weird stuff on the walls. You know, like <laughs> I thought it was going to look like more crazy person. It's actually like decorated fine. Yeah. Um, and like the books are in the bookcase and stuff. <laughs> but we do see that she's gotten an eviction notice because it's got a big eviction stamp on it. Right. Right. Um, so she is she's on the hunt for a house. Right. She needs a dream home of her own. Obviously, you can see, OK, Morgan doesn't have it. But then that's just like a moment, just a moment to let you know, okay, Morgan's struggling. She's in a bad place, yeah. I know. And then you cut to Morgan and Jules talking about what artwork they'll buy. And then Bliss comes in and she's like, I found an old folder. Uh, hey, I found an old manila folder under a drawer in the desk downstairs. Do you want me to hang on to it? Of course. It could be important. Uh, sure, yeah, it might be important. I'll look at it in a minute. And it's like, okay, first of all, uh, Bliss was talking to her friend and the owner yeah. of the property. Not mm -hmm. you. And you need to stop coming in hot. This is what I mean. She is so clunky and obviously. Her vibe is, yeah. It's, it, there's no smooth to it at all. I mean, 
in, you know, dying to marry him, I felt like she at least started out with having a little normal, normal, like she's a little hyper and like excited, but she doesn't come off crazy right away. No. And like also Morgan comes off crazy to the people that she's not supposed to be showing her crazy to. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, listen, that Edgar thing insane but like you're trying to get him out of there it's like jules is your boss like at least pretend exactly you're not exactly exactly and then what i thought was extra weird is that after that weird outburst she then is like hi jules can i have a payment advance it's like ma'am it is the first day and you are already wild i don't think you should have had that outburst before asking for money but again because jules is very naive she is like, sure. Yeah. So then we go back to Morgan's apartment and then this man named Ivan knocks on the door. Did you get the notice or what? I never hear when I stop by. Because I work during the day, Ivan. Really? You have a job. That's funny because you don't pay rent. There. I signed it over to you. Happy now? Okay. What we discover is not only is that only half of what she owes, she's really behind, but they used to date, okay? Mm-hmm. And he had told her he owned the place, but he didn't. So it's like, I th- and I'm such a weird detail to put in there. Yeah. What I'm thinking, Megan, is do you think she like got with him because she was like, ooh, a dream home. A property owner. Yeah, like she just wanted a property owner. And then when he wasn't, she was like, get out of here. No, and I don't, then she's like, take off your shirt mm-hmm. and like pushes him down onto the couch and then they have sex. And we yes. know that because the next morning, Ivan comes into the kitchen like, <sighs> You know, doing that. I just had sex stretch. <laughs> um, and she has taped a bunch of pictures of them to the refrigerator. Um, and he and she left a note for him. And she's like, you're going to have to pay for the rest of the rent because she's got these pictures. And I'm like, what? What? <laughs> exactly. exactly. She's like, I have these pictures. I have more pictures where this came from of them having sex. But it's not clear to me what the problem is. Are, uh, no. Is he in a relationship and he yeah, needs to keep it hidden? I don't understand like what the problem is. Because they used to date. Exactly. So it's like, if you used to date, then, yeah, I mean, maybe it's revenge porn, but it's like, I don't really think people are that into men's revenge porn. You know what I mean? Especially this guy, the way we know him. I don't think he would mind if you knew he was having sex with a hot woman. I will say that we have, between Ivan and seeing Josh without his shirt on, we are getting abs in this a film. A lot of abs in this film. And I, I appreciate that. You know, Josh, you know, I really didn't like his 1995 haircut. No, 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 no. But the bod but is But the out bod here. is good. And it we, is out here. And we see it in like a bathing suit. We see it in boxer briefs. The bod is good. Yeah. Okay, so Morgan and Bliss, they are not. They Bliss seems to be the only one that's like, this bitch seems nuts. Exactly. <laughs> so then Morgan is, is like lining up and then fires a nail gun like across a, you're, you're not supposed to fire it like that. Right, I think you're right. supposed to like hold it against the wall and shoot it in. Exactly. She fires it like it's Home Alone 10, <laughs> um, like across a room. And Bliss was like, did you just almost shoot me in the head with a nail gun? And she's like, oh no, oh my God. Bliss, are you okay? Was that a nail? I am so sorry. I, I was just trying to figure it out. I had no idea it was loaded. Yeah, well, maybe next time take a peek inside and check, you think? Oh, my gosh. What was that about? Like, you think it was it was just like a, let me make her scared? I honestly thought it, she was trying to take Bliss out immediately. 
But then, but then, like, when she messes it, she's like, oh, no, sorry, I made a mistake. And then she just kind of, like, smiles to herself. Like, she was like, ha ha. Yeah, maybe it's like, don't mess with me. I'll shoot you with a nail gun. So weird. So, meanwhile, Josh goes by the guest house and the gardener is just gone. And he's like, hmm, that's weird. Yeah, you think? <laughs> exactly. I'm like, he's like, he just left and didn't say a word? I don't think that makes any sense. And so then... Morgan comes down and they're chatting outside the guest house. And then she, Morgan has a habit of oversharing about her personal life. Well, you are lucky. Yeah, my mom, she got a good alimony after her divorce, but um, she still made me get a job working at this awful laundromat. It was probably the most demeaning experience of my life. My boss was such a pig. <laughs> but, you know, it gave me a great work ethic and, uh, I'm a self-made woman. Look at that. <laughs> there you go. And then yeah. he's like, you're such a good man, Josh. And she's like, what? That laundromat story was so weird. And I was like, this has to be coming back again. No, it didn't. Not at all. And at this point, Morgan's vibe is weird enough to, I think they could be like, you know, we have a friend who's back in town who does interior um, designing work. We're going to go with her. Like, it's like, get her out of here. Right, right. But she does say, she was like, I was very in love once, but he got really sick and now he's gone. And so it's just like, okay. And my thinking is like, okay, are you just saying that to get sympathy? You know? So so he can be like, there, there, Morgan. But it's like, all yeah. right, again, I don't really believe a word you say anyway. So whatever. At this point in the film, do you have any guesses as to how Morgan is connected to the house? Okay, here's what I'm thinking. Because she's already talked about how like her dad was terrible and didn't raise her. Her mom made her do these jobs. My theory is Morgan's mother was like the housekeeper there. Okay. And maybe had an affair with the owners or something. You know what I mean? Like had an affair with the man of the house. Okay. And maybe like she's like, you know, the, the you know, the secret love child. And she's like, I'm supposed to be in this house. That's what I thought. I see that. I see that. What do you think? I, I think Psycho Granny's her mom. Okay. And she like hates her mom because of the laundromat. Um, <laughs> and like... And now the mom, now both parents are dead. Um, like the dad was just like abusive or something, you know, like a rich, abusive dad, whatever. And the, <laughs> whatever. And what, you know, throw away. Classic. And, and the mom um, was like, you know, did raise her, but was like bad at it and made her like do this bad stuff. And now they're both dead and they did not leave the house to her. Mm-hmm, and she's mm-hmm. like, oh no, this is my house. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. I get that. I totally get that. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. So this is where we're at. You know, at this point in the motion picture, we're, you know, a third of the way through and this is, these are our hot theories. So you guys yeah. just, just keep that in mind. So then Josh and Morgan get back to the main house and we, we meet the neighbor Perry, a sweet young gay man who's in the kitchen. And immediately I scream because I know the actor who plays Perry. His name is John Claff. Huge. I met him in New York at like a friend's house party. I think he's like originally from Michigan, so he bonded over Detroit things. Great. So I was very excited. I was like, okay, someone's booking Lifetime. We yeah. love that. Um, and then Perry's like, have we met before? I swear I've seen you somewhere. Oh, I mean, I don't think so. Do you uh, work on the West Side? Yeah. I went to many of happy hours with my boys there back in the day. So uh, maybe we cross paths way back when. <laughs> yeah, I usually don't leave work until 8 p.m. It seemed like Bliss and Perry knew each other. Like, it was like the energy was really friendly, but maybe Bliss was just like so excited to have a friend. I think she was so excited to have a friend. And you have to remember that's part of Camp Counselor vibes. Bliss is here to make a friend. And Perry, which I think is so random, he is a divorce lawyer. Mm -hmm. That's who they make his character, which I thought was like really funny to me. It was just like, 
of all the things to be, because then I'm thinking, okay, are you about to like get Jules and Josh divorced? Oh, is that weird? Yeah. Like, I just didn't yeah. understand. For it some was reason, like a I, detail like, that you're like, why is this in here? Exactly. It was a detail that really kind of pinged me. So later that night, uh, Jules comes back to the house. It's like pitch dark, but she has gotten Thai food and she's like, Morgan, you want any? And it's like, did you ask her her order? Like, I like I, I don't. <laughs> she just like, like ordered. I know. She's like, I just ordered a bunch of food. Right. And so then she takes the elevator up and it's like. They Jules love this is, elevator. Jules is 80 pounds. Take the stairs, bitch. It's, and it's also like a flight. Yeah. It's like, come on. So she keeps being like, Morgan, Morgan. And then she walks into a room that Morgan is in and Morgan has not been responding. And she's like, <sighs> you scared me. Did you not hear me calling for you? Um. Uh, no, I was just, uh, I was, I was just getting some measurements is all. <laughs> oh, well, I ordered some food if you're hungry. Are you okay? Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, really, it's, uh, it's nothing, really. Nothing that a big old glass of wine can't fix. Whenever Morgan thinks someone is coming, she just starts to make herself cry. Like, that's her go-to mm -hmm. thing. It's like, someone's coming. Let me, like, look. Um, like I'm crying or I've been crying so that the person, no matter what they wanted to say, they're just like, are you okay? So Jules is like, nothing that a glass of wine and some Thai food you didn't order can't fix. <laughs> so um, they have dinner. Morgan starts talking about how her landlord has been harassing her and they used to date and she's really weaving a tale of like him harassing her. I'm actually kind of afraid to sleep there at night. Last night he was banging on my door, and he's been texting me all evening, asking me where I'm at. Do you think you should call the cops? <laughs> the problem is, he hasn't done anything physical, and we did date, so, you know, it is what it is. Just, I need to tough it out until the end of the month and try and find something else. She's angling. She's yeah, angling. she's angling for a place to say this has 12 bedrooms. And it's, it's smart, you know. <laughs> and um, listen, because Jules totally takes the bait. I mean, we have all these rooms here. You could just stay here. No, I wouldn't want to impose. No, I mean, you've been so wonderful. And you already have Miss Bliss. Well, we have the guest house. If the gardener's gone, you could probably stay down there until you figure it out. Ah, uh, simple, yeah. boring, basic jewels. Mm -hmm. Honey, you're a fool. You're a fool if I ever knew one. I'd sooner say, do you need money for a hotel? I will give you money for a hotel. And Morgan did a good job too. I feel like this is what con artists do. They say no at first. Because mm -hmm. it's like, no, Bliss is here and I don't want to like, uh, uh, you know, impede on her. And then it's like, well, we have this. So it's like, say no, mm -hmm. let them offer again. And yes. then it's like, oh, well, then you're helping them. Yes, and it's like also really on them, right? No matter what happens, like she didn't barge in. You no. like you insisted. Even, you insisted. You insisted. It's on you. That's what we do. And so then, so great. Morgan has gotten a place to stay. But again, her timing is so weird. So after she started, she immediately flips and is like, So what's the deal with Bliss? Is she <laughs> are she and Josh together? Oh, no, definitely not. I mean, not that I'm aware of. But I trust Josh and Bliss. Ah. Well, I love how secure you are in your marriage. I definitely wouldn't trust that gorgeous creature with my husband. Wow. Okay, Morgan, you just got a place to stay. Could you not be out here trying to destroy the marriage yet? And Jules calls Bliss one of the worst names you can call her. A guy's gal. Oh, boy. 
a guy's gal. A wow. guy's gal. I was like, going to say, Megan, have you mm. been, you know, being that you love sports, you know, yeah. have you been often called a guy's gal? I've been labeled that, but it's like, I, I even do a joke now where I like reference an NBA thing. And like, if two men clap, I'm like, guy's gal, um, <laughs> you know, because it's like, clearly there's like, I think of guys, gals as being like, I don't have any female friends because they're jealous, you know, like that's like real guys, gal energy. And it's like, for the most part, I like sports and then like, but I'll hang with the guys, but like bring me my girls too. <laughs> but it, yeah, maybe it's triggering for me, you know? Yes. But also I'm saying, like, when you say it's the worst thing that someone can say, that's yeah. what I mean. Like it is like for, for Jules to say that about bliss. She's throwing shade. Basically. Right. Yeah. Like, I was like, okay. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, she and Josh are friends. And then she's like, I don't really have any female friends. You know, like, they're basically, Jules is lonesome. Yeah. And doesn't have any lady friends because Bliss is a camp counselor. And Morgan has planted the seed. So later she walks into the kitchen and she sees them, Josh and Bliss, talking. And she's like, well, they're having an affair. Exactly. You know? <laughs> it was crazy to me how quickly one sentence from Crazy Morgan could just spin Jules out. Like, Megan, what could a near stranger say to you uh-huh. about your relationship or your man that would actually have you be, like, questioning things? So this isn't true, but if a stranger said, wow, CJ seems to really love submissive women, <laughs> I'd be like, uh-oh. <laughs> I'd be like, we're in trouble. <laughs> Is there a sentence for you? Oh, God, what someone could say. Um, I don't think so. But, like, I'm sure, I don't know. I, no, I doubt it. Not now. Not anymore. So then later that night, offhandedly, too, Jules is like, oh, I told Morgan that she could live in the guest house, basically. And Josh is like, um, that's kind of a lot. Has the reaction that you and I would have. Exactly. Listen, listen to this. I don't know. I feel like when somebody moves their stuff into a place that there's a certain permanence to that, you know? And I just, I'm saying I don't want there to be drama. Well, you didn't blink an eye when you asked Bliss to stay in the West Wing. Okay, that is different, right? I, Bliss is like family. Yeah, to you. For her to go from like a totally, you know, secure- We're good. Yeah. Business partners. Yeah. Or, or even like that Josh had like cheated in the past. Yes. You yes, know, yes. something that there was like, an insecurity there that Morgan's like right. pushing at. Right. As opposed to just literally planting a seed and it blossoming into a full Audrey two plant in the yeah. course of 30 minutes. Okay. Then the next morning, Josh is like, did something like weird happen with you and Jules yesterday? Um, no. Why? I don't know. She just, she seemed off. We got into it and it felt like she, was jealous of us. <laughs> you and me? Yeah. Oh, uh, no, you don't think she suspects something because we were out all day yesterday, you know? I don't know. I don't know. It, it doesn't make any sense. Okay, well, I'll talk to her. Use her mind. But she still has to get out of here today or else we're screwed. Yeah. And so it's like, okay. It's also important to note, not on par with Pink Fedora, but we are getting a peach corduroy. What are these hats called that have, like, um, the puffy, it's, it's uh, yeah, very, um, it's very tiny 90s. Bill, very yeah. 90s, very 90s. And I think it is almost on par with Pink Fedora. I wow. believe that is exactly okay. what I messaged you. I said, we have a hat here that will rival the Pink Fedora in its largeness, 
randomness <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> color choice. Also, if you notice, the hat does match her top. Okay. Yes. Yes. So Jules heads out and she asked Josh, who was against Morgan moving Thank in, you. to help Morgan move in. I know. I was like, what's this weird power move? It's like, do you offer up your husband to do things? Yes. You do? See, I don't. I don't at all. I wouldn't be like, oh, Andy can handle that. Like, never. I do. And he does not want to do it. And he gets upset. (laughs) And I'm like, "Mm, okay. But actually, maybe I do it less now that I'm pregnant because I'm like, I need him. Yes, absolutely. You know, like, I can't find your own strong Filipino. Okay. (laughs) I need this one. Um, Okay. So then Jules is her little errand she's going on is she's going to give a thank you present to the realtor, Miss Rivera. Is that normal? I was going to ask you, like, because you're someone who's very good at, like, gifts and follow ups and stuff. Is that a thing to do? It's usually the other way around. The realtor, because you pay the realtor, they get a commission from your house sale. And so it's usually they give you a gift. Okay. Okay, And I say this as someone who's never bought anything. (laughs) Um, But my brother's like a realtor, you know, like I think the bare minimum is like a bottle of champagne. Right. um, right, To like be like celebrate. Yeah. So this is weird. Okay. Um, But they didn't have any, they didn't have a realtor representing them, which I'm also against. Um, So (laughs) it's the intricacies of home buying that you have the most problems with in this movie. (laughs) It is because I'm like knee deep and feeling like a loser. And then this woman with a strong bang is buying an $8 million house. And I'm like, where did my life go? I know. I know. Ugh. made a lot of poor choices and it started with comedy. Yeah, so true. Josh helps Morgan move into the guest house and you see how much stuff she has. Honey. Boxes and boxes. Boxes on boxes. Honey, this guest house is a one bedroom at most and she has enough boxes to fill up a whole house. And so you're like, yeah. okay, this is, she's making a life. She's making a life. Josh is also uncomfortable with the amount of stuff she has. And I said, Josh, okay, I thought you were just a dummy with long hair. Now I think you might be the smartest one in the group. Uh. I just wanted to thank you and Jules again for being so hospitable. It means a lot. Yeah, well, I mean, Jules has really liked the work you've done, so it's all good. <laughs> now that I'm all good and sweaty. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> I think I'm going to go for a dip in the pool. Yeah, yeah, go for it. She takes her shirt off. Yeah. Revealing her brassiere. Her, I thought it was a bathing suit. I thought she... Like, I thought, I thought it was weird because she was like, I'm moving in in a bathing suit with a top on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought so at first, too. But then we see her in the actual bathing suit. Oh, and it was different. Okay. And it was different. That's how I knew. Because at first I was like, okay, what are you doing? But then also, now I know it's your bra. And so it's like, and then, of course, Josh, like, runs right out of there. Okay. Also, this is your place of work. This is like, what I'm not getting. This is what I'm not getting. To, I, the thing is, I would want to go swimming in that pool. Like, well, that'd be course. the whole point. But I I would, that's what I would be angling for. Not to live yeah, there. I'd be like, yeah. I'm hot. Oh, my <laughs> back hurts. I, every day. Every day I'd be trying to get in that pool. Oh, my God. So, so I guess I got a little more <laughs> But you know how to hide it, okay? You know how to no. come in and be charming and be like, hey, girl, hey. And then be like, can I get in the pool? <laughs> I'd show up in a bathing suit and a sarong and be like, can we have a pool day, please? So when Morgan gets in the pool, Bliss is like, okay, I'm going to go snoop around, which I thought was very bold and brazen. I said, it's the middle of the day. This whole place has glass, you know, uh, the doors, sliding doors are glass. I think it's called the pool house, too. (laughs) Like, it's like the thing that's on the pool. She's not far away. And she also wasn't very quick. You know, she didn't move quickly. 
But she notices immediately, we realize that Morgan's portfolio that looks so great is actually clippings from magazines. Yes. So then, which is hysterical because, of course, how she notices that Morgan keeps the magazines that she has cut pictures out of. Yeah. Which it's like, listen, is it possible that your designs could be in a magazine? Yes. Sure. Yeah. In life. Absolutely. So it's not even like that much of a red flag, but it's like you would say, like, here is my. Here's where I was published in Architectural Digest. Well, exactly. You would take the whole page, right? And like put the title of the magazine as opposed to just cutting out the little picture and being like, this is a house I did. And you're like, right. So then Bliss starts to take pictures with her phone. I was like, okay, good, 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 smart. That lying, basic little bitch. But then Morgan comes in. And it's one of those, you know, obviously tense moments where you're like, is she going to get caught? And Bliss is like hiding behind the couch. And I was really nervous. I didn't want her to get caught. I thought she would. And I got very scared. But luckily she manages to sneak out. Thank God. Um, While all this is happening, Jules has mentioned to the realtor that she hired this interior des- decorator designer. I don't, I feel like someone, I'm really They'll tell us. Gonna, well, don't okay. worry. I'm sure we'll be corrected by a listener. Okay. The difference between okay. design and decorator. So this interior professional yes. that she's hired is named Morgan Dyer. And the realtor's like, hmm, I don't know her. So at some point, Renee, that's the realtor's name, realtor Renee, does a little digging and she calls what used to be Edgar's phone right. and is now Morgan's because she's moved into the pool slash guest house. Exactly. Edgar, hey, this is Renee at the real estate office. I just wanted to talk to you real quick about the Grant's uh, new interior designer. Uh, Jules told me her name is Morgan Dyer. Obviously, the first name gave me some pause, so I just... Morgan hears it, of course, immediately deletes it. Yeah. I'm glad he's out of there, though, without being killed. Oh, absolutely. Me too. I got really nervous he, she was going to yes. actually, like, contact the police and get him jailed for something he yeah. didn't do. But then, okay, not only does the phone call, you know, Morgan deletes the phone call, but then also she looks around and she realizes someone was in her place. Yeah. She realizes someone was in the in the guest house. So it's like, And she's okay. almost, like, kind of, like, giddy. She's like, yeah. Mm. Mm. While the mice are away. She, like, says something Yeah, she's like, like she's like, oh, I guess we have moles and they'll need yeah. to be killed. Or, like, something yeah. where you're like, okay. Well, looks like we have moles all over the place now, don't we? Guess I'm going to have to bury them. And so then Jules gets home. Right. That night. That night. And all the lights are off. It feels spooky. The sinister. And we're going to need to gather our thoughts. Uh, We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, 
Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. We're back. Okay, and Jules is walking into a pitch black house and no one is answering when she calls their names. And after what Morgan said about the moles, I said, oh my God, is she about to find a head in a backpack? Single black female style. Oh no. But no, instead she finds this. Hello. Surprise! <laughs> Happy early anniversary, babe. A surprise party! Oh, you didn't know that. You didn't see that coming. It's a surprise anniversary party? Yes, and it's um, also early. So I'm like, is it even an anniversary? Okay, right. whatever. So that's what Bliss and Josh were whispering about. And mm-hmm. Bliss goes, why, did you think we were having an affair? Bliss, that's weird. That is such a weird thing to say. It is also like, well, now I think you are. Because you said that. Ugh, that was okay. an insane thing to say. So there's lots of folks there. There's um, appetizers, drinks being poured. And then Morgan shows up. Okay, and I wrote in all caps in the notes, I go, Morgan shows up in a psychotic outfit and I yeah. cannot wait to get your take on it, Megan. That's what I wrote in the notes because I was alone watching this and couldn't take it. What's wonderful is that like Morgan thinks this is sexy. And I think to men, this isn't even a sexy dress. <laughs> like it's yellow. I don't think men are into yellow. Um, it's It makes logistical no sense. There's like straps on her shoulders, but then there's like straps dangling down. And then there's like a sequined bodice i mean it's a you're going home on project runway dress like it's like i guess there's i guess there's leg but it's like not sexy it, it doesn't like look a, like it fits it looks like it's no. actually torn and not in a stylish yes. way yeah and it's like it didn't look like a piece it looked like yeah she had like a white sequin bodice underneath and then kind of like threw this like asymmetrical tank top over it and then did like a long, straps yeah and then like a long skirt but like she is supposed to walk in this room and be a head turner, and and, I, and, I was and like, everyone's mm. like, "Oh, is she okay?" <laughs> like it's true, yeah. It felt like maybe she got in a fight, um, and it 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 was like a more confusing version of the how to lose a guy in ten days dress, which is already kind of a confusing dress. Oh, you mean like from the poster? What Kate? Yes, what's her name is when wearing. She's like lean. Yes. Um. So everyone is like, "Oh, <laughs> you look good." <laughs> no. I know they're like, wow, you're gorgeous. And she's like, I didn't know it wasn't a dress up party or something. She's like, I, I thought it was a cocktail attire. And then, of course, Jules is like, no, I feel bad. I should have dressed. And I'm like, Jules, this is your I, party. I almost felt like bad for Morgan because I'm like, she thinks this is like it. Well, that's the and problem. It's like, it's not even it. It's girl. not even it. And I think that's my whole problem with Morgan overall. She thinks stuff is it, and it's not it. Yeah. Okay. Like, this is a great example. She gives them a present. Well, I, I got you a little something. Oh, you didn't have to do that. Um, Thank you. I mean, honestly, it's a, a re-gift, so I, I just found out so last second. <laughs> and it's just like, why are you telling them that? This is what I mean. Everything she says is just off. Uh. And it's okay. not charming. And so. Okay. So we cut to the real estate office. Renee is there. It's dark. It's at night. Um, She's completely alone. My other favorite trope, though, lady working alone. In a way, is it Lifetime's commentary on women in the workplace? Is, she, is Lifetime saying, don't work late, okay? Yeah. Don't burn the candle at both ends no. or else you will be killed. 
nine to five will keep you alive. Megan, that's some of the best I ever heard from you. That's perfect. <laughs> I wish I had you. said it. That's like up my alley to be rhyming in that way. I love it, sis. When your coworkers leave, you leave. You gotta leave. You can work from home. You got internet there. Thank you. Or clock out for the day. But to be staying at offices alone, no. Absolutely That is a Naomi and Megan, no. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Do not do it. Do not do it. Okay. But Renee, she didn't listen, you know, because here's the thing. It's a commission-based business. So she's like, you got to work, 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 work. Um, and I see my brother, he didn't even go, he's, he works from home, but he'll be working until late, but he's at home. Exactly. So we see what the we Red see? Poncho. We see little broke ass little Red Riding Hood coming in there like she just came from a Galaga show. She was in the front row um, and she needed to get, protect herself from the watermelons. Okay. And you just see her like in shadow holding a knife. Okay. And then finally Renee sees her and she's like, Hello. Can I help you? We're closed. I will call the police if you don't exit that door right now. Do you want my purse? Take it. Quickly, Little Red Riding Hood starts to run after her. And then Renee like tries to run and hide. And yeah. I was very excited. I was like, wow, what if she actually lives? So Renee's running. She's hiding. And unfortunately, we see her stabbed in the back in a really, really cute cool. all-white outfit. Oh, my God. I thought the same thing. I was like, I love that outfit she's wearing. So and I cute. Said, oh. And I thought, okay, this pure white outfit, fresh as the driven snow, now covered in blood. Terrible. So as that's happening... Jules and Josh are in bed after their lovely party, and they have decided that instead of flipping this house, they're going to live in it forever. Whatever. I, Which it's is like, like I, sure. she, I don't get it, though. I was like, you are a, as of now, childless couple, yeah. and you need a seven-bedroom estate with an elevator? I know, this don't make sense I know, to me, Megan. I know a childless couple that just bought a seven-bedroom house. No. I do. And what they gonna do with that? Is it, also, is that not in the major a major city, though? Is that some Indiana folk? This is in Los Angeles. <gasps> oh, my God, Megan, I clutched my imaginary she pearls. She clutched her pearls. I cannot believe it. And this is when the real hater in me comes out. Of course. Absolutely. Because it's go, send me some money. <laughs> send my husband some money. Send us some money so we could get a house that's... A third of that size. That's you know in it, that's in a neighborhood no one's heard of. Exactly. You know, that's far away and maybe unsafe. So <laughs> all the American dream now is just let me try and buy a house I can't afford. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. <sighs> so the next day, Morgan comes in to find Bliss and Jules talking, and Morgan is like immediately sus. Like, it's so wild that Morgan comes in and is like, so um, What's going on here? Morgan. They're friends, bitch. Thank you. They are friends and you are random. You've only been you're working brand here new. like a week, okay? And the whole time you've been here, you've been weird as hell. Um, but Bliss is wearing another Counting Crows hat. Um, <laughs> so Jules is like, you know, instead of doing a reading room, I'm going to turn it into an office because we're not going to sell the house. We are going to stay. And Morgan, of course, shows her crazy immediately. And listen to this. Jules, um, I've fallen in love with this home, too. I was hoping to make you guys an offer on it. Uh, with what money? 
I have an inheritance coming to me soon, and frankly, I don't see how this is any of your concern whatsoever. Okay, Morgan, I'm, I'm really sorry, but I had no idea that this is what you were planning on. I thought you were blueprinting the home of your dreams. I mean, that, that's what you told me two weeks ago when you hired me. And she's allowed to change her mind. It's their house, remember? And what are your real credentials anyways? Because as far as I can tell, your portfolio is nothing but a bunch of cutouts from Design Magazine. So are, are they even yours? Wait, wait, wait. What? Of course they're mine. And are you so stupid to think I can't have my work published in a magazine? <laughs> I am not so stupid to assume that you'd use real photos for your portfolio. So, well, tell us, are, why don't you? <laughs> I refuse to entertain your husband's lap dog. We can finish this conversation again later in private. Whoa! What, your uh, husband's lap dog? dog? I mean, this is those a, those are fighting words. Fighting words. I really thought Bliss was going. I really wanted Bliss to kind of punch her. I thought that would have been real funny. I don't condone violence, however. Just everything Morgan's been doing. I'm like, someone's got to do, someone's got to hit her in her smart mouth. Yeah. And, like, her husband's like, and also, Morgan is like, and this is the thing though, her responses are so intense. Like, even the way she says it, like, your husband's lap dog. Like, it's all at a 20. Even when she's saying words where I'm like, you don't actually need to like gild the lily. She's gilding the lily. That's what she's doing. She's gilding. Well, and at this point, Jules has totally let go of the fact that Josh and Bliss were maybe doing something because they had the surprise party last night. So exactly. it's like she's now clinging to this narrative that she created that Jules doesn't even believe anymore. Exactly. So she's spiraling out. So she goes into the kitchen. She sees Josh, who's having a corona. And also no shirt, as we as we know. Yeah, fresh from the pool. What? <sighs> Josh, Josh is classic rich kid. Have yeah, we seen exactly. him work a second? No. Not a second. I don't think we've seen him in a button down. Certainly no. half the time he's not in a shirt or a shoe. No. Okay. So she immediately is able to be like, <laughs> yeah, she works I just up got, tears. She works she, up and, tears. And she's, she's like, I just got into a fight with Bliss. So I thought she was going to like say something else. I just got this dumb argument with Bliss. And I'm so embarrassed for letting Jules see me this way. I feel like such a fool. I mean, well, look, Jules is a very rational person, so whatever it is, I'm sure she'll understand. There's not a chance in hell CJ would ever say that about me. <laughs> <laughs> like, if someone I came know. In, he'd be like, oh, Megan's going to read that wrong, you should run. <laughs> yeah, it's also like, oh yeah, Naomi will never forgive you. Whatever this is, she will never forget it. So I think you should just call it. He's like, they're in there talking shit about you. They probably ordered lunch and then are going to spend another hour talking shit about you. So like, I would get your boxes and go. <laughs> but she then immediately starts like she crying. She grabs his beer and she takes, takes a sip beer. of it. Because it's like, I'm so upset. Can I have your beer? And then he's like, all right. And then she starts whining about how it would have been her one year anniversary with her fiance, but he died. Again, she's bringing this up for the second time to the same person to be like, he died. Remember, he died. And she said it would have been her one year anniversary with her fiance, but he died a little over a year ago. Is that a riddle? <laughs> I am true. Like I was sitting there being like, wait. It was her one year anniversary, but he died over a year ago. So he's not real then. <laughs> <laughs> so you made him like, I, 
and maybe it was just like a maybe it was like a line slippage or something. I truly was sitting there being like, is this like the doctor operated on her son? <laughs> you know, like I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what is happening in my brain? I know she's like not good at her lies. And I think that because no one else is very bright, they don't put it together. Right, I thought it was course. almost he, like she's supposed to be bad at lying or like that, like where it's like if you were paying attention, you'd be like, what, Morgan? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And, and like, obviously, Josh is not listening to what she says as closely as I am um, because he's just like, well, can I have my beer back? So she goes to hug him. Very shirtless. He is, he is shirtless. shirtless. He's she has beat. a shirt on. Okay. And then she aggressively kisses him. Goes in hard and fast. And then, of course, he pushes her off. Look, Morgan. The hell's wrong with you? You came on to me. You touched the small of my back. No, no, I didn't at all. What, what are you talking? You tried to kiss me. I saw you. I, I don't know what's happening right now, but that was so inappropriate. Okay, and, and you need to leave now. And I was very glad that Josh had the wherewithal to be like, you're insane and I would like you to leave. Yeah. Like he really stood firm and like he didn't, you know what I mean? Like he didn't do anything that would implicate himself or make it worse. And I think, she, and then you see like Morgan's like really frustrated because she's like, oh, I can't get him the way right. I was able to kind of get Edgar basically. Or Ivan or who, yeah. you know, all her, all her getters. Um, okay. So that night, the Mean Girls trio of Josh, Jules, and Bliss, but they're not uh, Mean the Girls. They're just Josh, Jules, and Bliss. I know. Just aggressively Caucasian. <laughs> um, so they Jules, are. Josh, Jules, Bliss. They're all talking shit about Morgan. I love this. This is the most realistic part of the film. I know. And how they're um, going to get rid of her. They're like, how do we yeah. get rid of her? Yeah, like, we got to get her out of here. Exactly. And what they don't know is that Morgan has installed a listening device under one of the tables. Lifetime rule 247. Always check under tables for devices, okay? People love hiding a listening device, like, under a desk so they can get your office, you know, they want to get your office inside scoop under a dining table. You got to check around and we cut to morgan in the guest house listening yeah, to yeah, that yeah, yeah. She's right so like she's still on the property she's like <laughs> 10 feet away <laughs> I, know. I know i know and then the next day she comes into the house she is wearing heels like a leather outfit she like, loves a leather outfit the red one she wore earlier i loved yeah i was like okay where are you finding this yeah and also do you think it was real leather or pleather i think it was leather but it but looked okay, us, and it didn't make if noise. They, if they let us into the closet, we'll be able to tell for sure. Okay, that should be our, that should be the documentary. The, the <laughs> yeah. clothes of Lifetime. We go in there, we see what people are wearing. We see if anything has been professionally laundered. Anyway, she's, and so she walks in and she, in her leather, in her heels, and she sees there's like a ladder unattended and mm-hmm. like smiles to herself. And then cut to a scream and she's ah! on the floor. Ah! And she's like, the point is, I fell. And I fell on the job working for you. Okay, you know what, then? Um, you don't work for us anymore. You're fired. How about that? Oh, oh that doesn't change the fact that I fell before you fired me. Now does it? <laughs> you got to be kidding me, lady. Is she serious right now? You have to testify in court as a witness to my accident. You will see how serious I am. So she's telling all this to Josh, Jules, and Bliss. Right. And then she's like taking pictures of them. And it's like, I'm sorry. How are you? Like, and no one says this, which made me crazy. Like, how did you climb? Why would you climb a ladder in four inch heels and a leather skirt? Like, that doesn't make no sense. Of course you fell. That wasn't the ladder. That was your dumbass. If it even happened. You see what I'm saying? You need a spotter. 
You need um, You are not supposed to be doing installation. Yeah. Like, every, and also and, who gets in, like, I mean, stilettos, honey. These are not a chunky yeah. heel. This is not supportive. No. And she's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna climb a ladder. Like, No, and at first it. they felt bad for her. They were like, oh my God, are you okay? And she's like, I'm gonna sue you. And it's yeah, like, and oh, like, oh, okay. okay, we thought chill time. Exactly. And so that's when um, Josh is like, you don't work here anymore. Okay. Right. So then that night they have Perry, the divorce lawyer uh-huh. over to ask him about like the legality. Um, and they, and so they're sort of like giving Perry the rundown of all this stuff that's happening. And bliss finally is like, we got to get this bitch out of here. Yeah, exactly. But, then, but also it's like Perry, it takes Perry to be like, what happened with that gardener? No clue. One morning I came to check on him because the garden was looking sad and all of his stuff was gone. And we figured that he had gotten a better gig. Considering the current circumstances and who's staying here now, you so sure about that? You needed somebody with a legal degree to put two and two together for that? So they go down to the pool slash guest house and Morgan isn't there. She's gone. Uh-oh. She's gone. And it looks like a lot of her stuff is gone too, right? We need eyes on this bitch. She's exactly. a slippery one. Exactly. And then Perry, he leaves to go back to his house and I was so sure he was going to be murdered because I was like, Perry's walking alone. And, you know, he says when he first comes in how like, the estate is so big that if he were to just walk back to his house, it would have taken him so long. So I was like, oh my God, he's walking. She's going to find him. She's going to find him. But that's not what happened. Yeah. That's not what happened. Thank God. So everyone survives the night. Um, and then they remember that they found that folder of yeah. Mrs. Maple's stuff. And so they go to that. They find an emergency contact who lives in Woodland Hills, name drop. Yep. Um, and they're like, it's only 30 minutes away. So it's like, okay, we're in the valley. Um, and so they go to her house. No phone call will do. They're like, we're driving to this lady's house. Exactly. Her name is Florence and she used to work for the Maples. She gives me a Ricky Lake energy. She's a yeah, sweet gal. I loved her. I me loved too. Her. They show her a picture of Morgan and immediately Florence has the tea. Listen to this. We hired her as our interior designer. Interior designer, she's no interior designer. She's an executive assistant. She was Don's assistant at the firm. Before Don got sick, he was having an affair with her. She was at the house all the time when Beverly wasn't there, and when Beverly found out, Morgan nearly went crazy. Wow. wow. I didn't see okay. that one coming. I did not see that coming. I didn't either, so we were wrong. Yeah, we were wrong. So she was in a relationship with Mr. Maples. Yeah. And lost her mind. When it ended. Yeah. And thought he was going to leave the house to her, but then he left the house to Psycho Granny. And so, so she killed Psycho Granny. And then I wonder who the house, because the house was in for sale. So who got that sale money? Maybe a charitable organization? Foundation? I know. I did wonder that because it was like, they're like, it re- the estate went back to the state. But then no. yeah, I'm like, who does get the money? No. Remember when they California bought it? California does not need that. Well, thank you. Absolutely not. I was like, you paid $8 million to California? No. Newsom Give donate. it back. Thank you. Give it back. Thank you. French laundry. <laughs> um, okay, so now we're back at Renee's real estate company. I do apologize, but Miss Rivera's out of town for a family emergency, unfortunately. No, but I can leave a message. Okay, then. Have a great weekend. Where are you, Renee? It's like, she's dead. Yeah, she has no idea, though. Like, she doesn't realize Renee's dead. She just is like, something must have come up. 
And then she's the one who's at work alone at night. And I said, please, nope. let's not have another repeat. Because because nope. Morgan comes in, honey. She comes in in her red Gallagher outfit. And I, I'm like, uh-oh, Desi, Desi, don't get killed. But luckily, Morgan just comes in to steal the gate code for the for the Maple House so she can get in there. Because basically, they locked the gate and she wasn't able to get in. So then she okay. goes in there and, and steals so the gate And so maybe at some code. point, she had like a key card or something? Yes, 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 yes. yes. Okay, that they like yeah. confiscated. Or, or they changed the code. Right? Like the gate code yeah. was one thing and they changed it. But then the realtor wouldn't have the new gate code. Okay, well then I don't I know. No, no, no. No, I no, know. No, I know what you're I, saying. It, no, 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 I know it, what you're saying. It was definitely like a you'd take the card and then you'd change the code. But yeah. maybe they haven't gotten to that. Who knows? Exactly. I mean, those ba- bangs are a big upkeep. So it's like <laughs> the fact that she's able to do all of this and be running for her life and keep those bangs pristine. Some things are going to slip through the cracks. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so she gets the gate code and she leaves. <sighs> okay, so we're we're at the estate. We're back. Bliss is in the house by herself and she's locking the doors like a smart woman. Good job. But Morgan's already inside, honey. She is on Bad the job. ground, honey. She is in the house. And Jules and Josh get back to the house and he's like, I think we should put a latch and a deadbolt in the guest house. So she can't get back in until we figure this whole thing out. What do you think? It's not a bad idea. Let's do it. And so as he goes to do that, who comes up behind him and knocks him out with a hammer? <sighs> but Morgan. Okay. And there's something about hammer work that really upsets me. Like the idea of being hit with a hammer particularly oh, feels yeah. like. No, no, I don't no, know. No. It's like I, I see it and like I cringe and like I just can't. Like, I don't know. It feels very visceral to me. And no, it's, it's so very scary. upsetting. Yeah, and it's also like to me, I'm like, I don't understand how you, even if you're alive, I don't understand how you survive without permanent damage. Yeah, so we don't see that he's like, we don't get the impression that he's dead, but he's definitely out. out. He's out. Um, So inside the house, Jules is pouring tea. Which, from a kettle, which I was like, I love a tea kettle, very lifetime. I was hoping it would come into play later. Psycho Granny. And it took okay. not. And then we get Perry. He drives up and he's like, I remember where <laughs> I saw Morgan. Hey guys, I finally remembered where I met Morgan before. It was here at this house when the Maples lived here. Perry, I couldn't believe it. I remember I, where I saw her from here. I laughed out loud. Me too. Perry, I we die. know. I we know die. we went to Woodland Hills. <laughs> and Florence told us. It's like, Perry, you've been living next door this whole time. And you said, I knew I saw her from somewhere. Here. <laughs> Oh, my God. It was too much. But, you know, before I can even stay mad at Perry, Morgan comes up behind him and knocks him out with a hammer. <laughs> I mean, she out here hammering everybody. In Ham- front of Bliss and Jules. <laughs> hammering everybody, honey. Everybody's a nail. And Morgan is out here hammering. And I was so, I was like, Perry, he's up in here in a bow tie. He don't need to die for this. So Morgan says to Bliss and Jewel, she's like, Put your weapons to the ground, slowly. Jewel's cell phone, slide it over. Morgan, Morgan, you don't have to do this. You can have the house, okay? It, it, it's yours. Just please, please tell me where Josh is. Oh, you'll find out soon enough. And Bliss is like, there's no way you'll get away with this. And so they're kind <laughs> of in like a standoff. And then Bliss is like, Let's take a run for it. And so they, you know, they like run away. <laughs> but also, but, but you didn't say the most important thing. Morgan has a gun on them. And so oh, literally she's like, you're right. not going to shoot us. And then Bliss is like, let's go. Yeah. And then literally they just turn and run back into the house doing what I hate, which is going up when they should go out. And they just run. And then like Morgan shoots once and misses. 
and they're just in the house and and then Morgan's like looking and I'm like what this is crazy and so then they get back in and Bliss is like I'm gonna go get my phone yeah because Morgan's already made Jules get rid of her phone so Bliss is like I'm gonna get my phone in the house and then Jules is like I gotta go find Josh find Josh oh, and I no. felt to myself honey no splitting up okay no. you're both you each have like a fire poker in your hands. You're both tiny. Up against a gun. Like, yeah. stay together. Stay together. Stay together. So on Jules's way to find Josh, she like opens a trash can. And, oh, Renee, the realtor's dead face is staring out I don't think her. it was even a trash can. I thought they like had her in a pile of leaves. Like, well, she's like I running because she like smells something, right? Versus oh, like Jules okay. is like, ooh, what stinks? What stinks? And then looks and sees like Renee's. I thought it was like the compost or the green oh, bin. Maybe it was. Maybe it was. I just yeah. know she like stopped because she was like, what stinks? And then it's like, oh God. And she sees Renee and then she runs back. But yeah. when she runs away, she does find Josh. And, and he's, he's alive. He's alive. He has a heartbeat, but he's out cold. He's out cold. Okay. Then we have a Bliss versus Morgan showdown Oof. in the house. Because remember, Jules is out there. And then Bliss, Megan, just say what she did because I get so annoyed. Gets in the elevator. I am sick of these people in this goddamn elevator. This elevator, you go on one flight at best and it ain't going to help you. Well, I was thinking maybe she thought she could like stop it between floors or something. And just what, stay in there for days? Yeah. No, stay in there until the police that have never been called come. Well, hello. Exactly. I'm like, if you don't have your phone, I don't know what you're doing. Just like being in the elevator with a poker. And then Morgan, of course, runs to go upstairs, right? To where the elevator is going to stop. Again, how far can this possibly be? But when she opens the door, Bliss isn't in the elevator. Yeah. But what I did love is that you see Morgan, she's holding the measuring tape that she has been using throughout the film, you know, because Which she really hasn't measured. It. Exactly. And so I, I was like, that's really fun. And I, just, I wrote in the notes, Lifetime has fun. Exclamation yeah, they do. Point, to really be using measuring tape as a weapon. And so as Bliss is like hiding, you know, in the dark of the house, Morgan's looking around. And then finally Morgan gets the jump on her and strangles Bliss from behind with the measuring tape and pulls and her into the elevator. Goes back into the elevator. Back wow. into the elevator. All yeah. Right. Oh, so we're down Bliss. Like we're we down. get the impression Bliss is dead. Oh, yeah. Okay, well. so meanwhile, we're outside. Josh comes to after being hit in the head with a hammer. Uh-huh. And Jules is like, this is what's going on. Yeah, she's like, bring you up to speed. This is what happens. So okay. then we find Perry, also hit with a hammer, not dead. Thank okay? God. Thank God. Hey, buddy. Uh, I'm going to pick you up, okay? Here we go. Up, up. Nice and easy. Here we go. Here we go. So they're like, we got to go get Bliss. So we hear the elevator door being like, ding. And then we Ugh. go over and it's like opening and closing on Bliss's dead body. So, of course, <sighs> Jules is the one who finds it. Blood curdling scream. Why are the screams, Jules? Morgan comes up on her and is like, gonna Because kill she's her. able to find her now. Exactly. And so Morgan's like, you know, I'm going to kill you. You did this. Stay back. Put the poker down or I'll shoot. And trust me, I am no longer afraid to use this. Put it down. Doesn't look like this is gonna be your forever home. <laughs> but you know what? Because you were right about one thing. This is gonna be the home you die in. Just like poor old Miss Maples did. Josh comes from behind Morgan 
knocks her down with a hammer. I said, okay, this hammer's getting a lot of play. But then Morgan's still not down and she starts monologuing about how like, he's gonna leave this house to me when he died. I loved him. And then he left everything to his selfish wife. And it's like, babe, have you never been a side piece before? Men how are you going to pay the mortgage? How are you paying gonna... property taxes, Megan? I'm talking the property upkeep. taxes. You can't Edgar hates you. This <laughs> isn't going to work. The house is not going to work. Okay? Oh, my God. And then, and she's like, going to come after her again. And then what does Jules grab? But the, the nail, nail gun. gun. Oh, boy. Wow. She shoots Morgan in the Eye with oh the nail gun, and I'll never forget that. Talk about a cringe. Talk about because then that goes into your brain. I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and she's out. She's gone for she, good. She's out. She's dead. Cut to, I don't know how much later. Could yeah. be a month. Could be a, a year. But what's consistent is Josh is not working. Um, He's he also is, shirtless and in the yes, pool. and getting out of the pool. <laughs> He's shirtless and. Jules is in a caftan to let us yes. know that she's fun and fancy free now, yeah, too. Yeah, she's loose. She's having fun. And he's like, have you been feeling better? And she's like, not today. And I'm like, oh, boy, I know where this is going. Well, he goes, and do you want to drink? And she's like, no, I'm not drinking. Are you uh, not drinking? No, not today. So uh, I've been doing some thinking, and maybe we can turn Bliss's old room into uh, a nursery. I think... She really would have liked that. And he's like, okay, wait, what? <laughs> and then he hugs her really tight because she's pregnant. And then he goes, sorry, 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 and kisses her belly. <laughs> so, yay, question mark. I mean, look, I just am upset with these two having this massive estate. Of course. Money for doing nothing and um, are true idiots. So, you know, I... <sighs> I'm glad Morgan didn't win, but I didn't want Bliss to die. No, we we only have dead women. Bliss is dead. Morgan's dead. Renee is dead. I know. Um, I know. Edgar is hopefully off somewhere in the sunset. Honey, I hope he's gardening on an yeah, island. I do okay, too. Living his. I hope best he went life. to Hawaii. Oh. I hope he's in Hawaii. Oh my God! So that was Killer Dream House, and. I guess my I guess my issue was that I felt like the home was not worth dying for for anybody. And I think that's maybe why you and I weren't as excited about this, because we felt like as a home, was it really worth all the killing? And and I hear you say that. And then at this point, I'm like, I'd probably kill for any house, <laughs> um, you know, like eight million dollars. Right, like, right, right, right. I'm I'm trying to get a a, a shack in Altadena, so <laughs> maybe I would kill. Maybe Killer would. Altadena shack. That I I do wish we could have had a little bit more real estate porn, though. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, maybe yeah, like a house hunt. Yes, 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 yes. Um, but uh, yeah, a a fun film, mm-hmm. a nail gun. I don't know if we've ever we haven't had seen a nail gun a, yet. Measuring yes. tape as a strangulation tool. Again, that's fun. They're yeah. doing something different. They, Lifetime says we're not done with our surprises. And I bet if we put in even 15 minutes of research, we could find that house and go take a picture oh outside God. of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Don't worry. I'll do a quick Google. Okay. Um. So while we're on that quick Google, guys, I hope you are getting ready to watch another wild movie with us next week. This one is a Lifetime premiere and it Ooh. is called Wrath. Oh, <laughs> can you die? Here are the basics. 
when two big-time lawyers, Chastity and Xavier, Mm. develop a relationship, things at first seem perfect. But soon, things start to seem off, and what was once a fun romance turns dark. Okay. Okay, vague AF, but the fact is the names Chastity and Xavier drew me in. I'm drawn in. Chastity in a movie called Wrath? I'm almost Xavier. Yeah, I'm almost inclined to be like chastity's bad just based on the naming. You know, (laughs) I love when Lifetime does that. It's like this is Grace and she's like a crazy psycho bitch. (laughs) You can watch this movie Saturday, April 14th at 8 p.m. on Lifetime, honey. Premiere. Premiere. You know we're going to be breaking breaking it down. So you better give it a watch. All right. All right. I can't believe it, Megan. We did it all by ourselves. We did it. We did it. (laughs) Home alone, and we managed. If we get really crazy notes, we'll let you guys know. Absolutely. You know we're always here to fill you in through the I Love a Lifetime movie quotes fan page. <laughs> uh, all right, you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. I love a Lifetime movie. If you love Lifetime movies as much as we do, tune into Lifetime and LMN to watch all the new and classic movies that we can't get enough of. Check your local listings to find out what's airing on Lifetime and LMN because it just might be the movie we talk about next. And wait, there's more. Check out another awesome Lifetime podcast, The Table is Ours. It's hosted by two fabulous black women in entertainment who sit down with some of their favorite black icons to discuss how black identity has informed, empowered, and fortified their lives and careers. This podcast would not be possible if it was just Naomi and me, for sure. Absolutely not. I Love a Lifetime Movie is produced by Julie Magruder. With Chris Boniello as editor and sound mixer. Executive produced by Jesse Katz. With original music by Blake Maples. And hosted by Naomi and Megan. You should know that by now if you've gotten to this point. You should know that we're the host, okay? (laughs) It feels like we don't even need to say it, but we'll put ourselves in the credits. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.